0: There is so much confusion about thyroid test results. Your doctors might tell you that all you need is TSH, but then you hear thyroid experts recommend a complete thyroid panel. Then there's the fact that the vast majority of us with hypothyroidism have Hashimoto's, and yet some of us have never been tested. And even if you are an informed patient who knows all this and gets all the tests you need, what do those test results really mean? And how can we put the information from those labs to good use so that we can feel our best. That's what we're going to explore today with my dear friend, mentor, and very special guest, Mary Showman. If you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism and have taken to the internet to learn more about your thyroid, Mary is often the first expert we come across on places like Very Well Health and Health Central. As the leading thyroid patient advocate, Mary has been featured in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Washington Post, the LA Times, Time Magazine, hundreds of other TV, radio, and print media outlets. And you may also know her as a New York Times bestselling author of over a dozen books on thyroid health. If you already know Mary Showman, you know you'll want to stay tuned for this episode. And in case you don't yet know Mary, you will want to do the same. I can't think of a better guest for my season one finale episode than Mary. This is going to be a high-impact, highly informative episode, Thyroid Drivers, so stick around. hello thyroid drivers. welcome back to another episode of thyroid healthy bites a weekly podcast dedicated to helping you live well and eat well so you can feel well i'm jenny mahar your host and the face behind the apron at hypothyroidchef.com All right. Welcome to the show, everyone. My season one finale of thyroid healthy bites and welcome, Mary. It's always a pleasure to see you and to share you with the hypothyroid chef community.
1: Thank you, Jenny. Um, I so appreciate all the kind words that you said and, uh, I'm thrilled to be on with you. And, you know, I consider you a dear friend and a mentor to me. And we have been working together for a number of years now on various projects and efforts and initiatives. And uh, it's always exciting to team up with you to help spread the word to our fellow thyroid patients.
0: Ah, thank you for that. Yes. The feeling is mutual. We always, I feel like um, we have such a shared passion and a shared mission, and we just build on each other's excitement and interest and and passion for you know serving thyroid drivers. And so it's always electric. I feel like when we Absolutely. are able to connect and work together, and we've done some really great work together that I want to um, tell the listeners about. But just in case there's anyone out there who isn't familiar with Mary, I know I told you a little bit about her. Um, I want to tell you a little bit more before we dive in. Mary Showman is an internationally known thyroid patient advocate, writer, and health coach. She's a New York Times bestselling author of over a dozen books on thyroid health and host of the PBS Healthy Hormones television specials. Not only does Mary know her stuff, she's also sharp as a tack. She's super funny. She's one of the most sought after public speakers in the world of thyroid health and wellness. And we're so lucky to have her here today to talk with us about thyroid test results and what they really mean. And Mary, I also want to introduce you as the creator of the thyroid tune up course. This is one of my most popular and beloved offerings, the thyroid tune-up. And I kind of describe it just in a nutshell as the ultimate crash course for thyroid thrivers. I feel like every person who's on supplemental thyroid hormone needs the thyroid tune-up. This is information you need to know to be an informed and empowered uh, thyroid patient who, you know, knows what needs to happen so that you can feel well and feel confident that you're you know, on the right medication, that you're aware of different, you know, diet and lifestyle factors, that you're aware of all these things. So Mary explains all of that in the thyroid tune-up, including uh, thyroid labs and what they mean, the full menu of treatment options, um, how to optimize your treatment, how to lower your antibodies, how to reduce your symptoms, how to implement a lot of those thyroid specific diet and lifestyle changes and what they are and why they matter. Um, Also, you know, what we need to know about our adrenals and other hormones is very important for um, thyroid patients to understand that thyroid adrenal connection And I think one of the best parts about it is that Mary created this troubleshooting guide for when symptoms pop up or when your treatment doesn't seem to be working. So I I think it's a life-changing and just jam-packed course. And the best part is that you explain it all, Mary, in this super digestible way. It's just a couple hours long. You could do the whole thing in an afternoon. There's two one-hour videos, and then Mary created this accompanying owner's manual so that you don't have to take notes you don't have to remember anything you know a lot of us are dealing with brain fog and we're busy and all of that so all that information is there at your fingertips and then you can come back to the tune up and reference it again and again so while i have you here mary i just want to personally thank you for this amazing course because i've gotten so much positive feedback from people who have done it and who have learned so much. It really is a game changer. So thank you.
1: Oh, thank you, Jenny. Um, I mean, I, I created the course as something that I wish that I had had when I was first diagnosed with Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. I wanted to fast forward to the good part, the part where you actually start to feel well. Yeah. And in order to do that, I had to go through and you had to go through, to a large extent, the same kind of trial and error and wondering what I'm doing. Where do I go next? What is optimal? Are there other options? What other things do I need to worry about besides taking my thyroid medication? Am I on the right thyroid medication? There were so many questions. And so what I decided to do was to throw the doctor speak out, throw the medical ease out, and come in with a very straightforward, easy to understand plan for people so that they can get through all of these various questions and to-do list items and get to the part where they're actually starting to live and feel well. And so the course is designed to be as easily understandable as possible. You can go in and say, okay, this, this week, I'm gonna focus on getting my numbers optimal. Uh, I now I'm gonna focus on my antibodies or I'm gonna focus on my uh, nutrition and I'm gonna look at mind body issues. And so it's really sort of taking it all in bite-sized pieces that anybody can understand and take action on and get results from. So uh, that's really why I created the course and wanted to, and I, I, and I thought it's fun to do it in a way that's not just in a very heavy medical way. So that's why we call it the tune-up because we're looking at it like your body, your thyroid and all the various pieces, you're like a car and you just need to tune it all up and get everything working correctly and together. And then you can get out on the highway and, and uh, speed along.
0: Yes. I love that. Um, you know, the car metaphor, I just had, uh, Eileen Laird from Phoenix Helix on the show. And she said, we treat our bodies like a car that's supposed to last a lifetime and never need any repairs, but it's right. so important to pause and give our attention and energy to ourselves that way. And if your thyroid's not running well, you know, that's what this is for to help you get that, you know, tune-up, so to speak. So, and I think today's show where we're going to talk about, you know, your test results and what they really mean is kind of a little taste of the tune-up.
1: Exactly. Because the the tests, your thyroid levels are part of the foundation. I mean, you know, using our car metaphor, you can't keep driving without uh, putting air in your tires, getting gasoline, changing your oil. And if you hear a weird funk in the engine, having it checked out. And so our thyroid levels are in some ways it's like putting the dipstick in the oil tank to see do I have enough oil what what am what is my status looking at my gas gauge am I almost out of gas so when we're testing our thyroid we're evaluating the status of the thyroid we're get, we're, we're taking a look and measuring some important things it's not the end all and be all but it is important to know because there are things that we can do to get the thyroid back on track and into optimal range to feel and live well, and but we, we have to know what tests to be getting, and we have to know what those tests mean, and we may have to go to battle a little bit with our medical providers to ensure that we're getting not just treatment to put us in the range, but actually optimal treatment that's going to help us truly feel well
0: you know, that's some of the feedback that I hear commonly about the tune-up is my doctor didn't tell me any of this. Right. And so very important, uh, information to have and to celebrate having you on the show, Mary, and, um, and the season one finale of thyroid healthy bites. And just to get this essential course into as many hands as we can, we've put together a special offer for our viewers and listeners As I mentioned, with the thyroid tune-up, you get Mary's two-part video course plus that 100-page thyroid owner's manual. I'm also throwing in the Thyroid Healthy Everyday Cookbook, which has over 50 quick and easy thyroid-friendly recipes.
1: And delicious. And delicious. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Plus, for this special offer only, I'm also throwing in the Calm Kit which includes six healing meditations, five restorative movement videos, three calming breathwork videos, uh, four soothing recipes, and just tons of other resources to help you manage stress and relax and unwind, which... Uh, You know, all of that is such a crucial, and I think often neglected aspect of thyroid healthy living. So that special offer that includes those three resources is I'm calling it the tune up bonus bundle. And this offer is not going to be available to the general public. So you'll want to use the link in the show notes. From this episode to get the tune up bonus bundle. So, once again, that includes the thyroid tune up plus the thyroid healthy everyday cookbook plus the calm kit thrown in for free. So, it's a three for one. Basically, all the resources in this are designed to help you, you know, get your thyroid tuned up and running optimally so that you can feel optimal. It's a really good deal. The retail value of those three offerings together is $141. But with the tune-up bonus bundle, we are offering them for just $67. So that's over half off. So basically, you're getting three of my best offerings for the price of one. It's a great deal. It's a gift to yourself. And it can be an absolute game changer. So link in the show notes, or you can go to hypothyroidchef.com slash T-U-B-B, as in tune-up bonus bundle, to get this exclusive discount offer. Sound good?
1: I think it sounds great. I mean, you know, we're getting the the thyroid tune-up, which uh, I love and have created for, to really make a difference for people from the thyroid health standpoint. Then we've got this incredible recipe collection. And like I'm saying, I mean, she doesn't say it as often as she needs to, but the woman is like a cordon bleu-train chef, okay? <laughs> um, and so the recipes, this is not, you know, mac and cheese, you know, from a box kind of stuff. It's not complicated recipes, but there's always some extra oomph to them that you're just not going to get anywhere else. And then you add in this calm kit. And so we can all get into a very nice place of peace, which is a, you know, it's not woo-woo stuff. This is a Essential to our endocrine health. This is the, the real guts of mind body medicine is putting our body, our adrenals, our stress, reducing it all because it puts less stress on our immune system. It helps our hormones. It helps for weight. It helps for general peace of mind and quality of life. So there is very real health benefit to practicing meditation, breath work, and all of the other stress components that are in the calm kit. So this is an, uh, you know, all in one amazing package of services that I think are just a complete win-win for everybody with a thyroid condition.
0: Agreed. All right. So hypothyroidchef.com slash T-U-B-B tune-up bonus bundle. Um, and again, I'll put the link in the show notes for that. All right. So without further ado, let's dive into the show and talk about your thyroid labs. What do they actually mean? And Mary, you are the perfect person to help us understand this. Where do we begin with the topic of thyroid labs?
1: Well, I think where we begin is in understanding that there is a bit of a difference or perhaps even what you might consider a controversy between what a typical general practitioner or HMO doctor is going to consider a thyroid test. So, the concept of thyroid test, uh, air quotes, deliberate, is very different if you're talking with a GP versus a thyroid. Uh, focused or thyroid savvy doctor. For a lot of doctors, thyroid test means the TSH test or the thyroid stimulating hormone test. Uh, and that is a test of our uh, pituitary hormone that is a messenger to the thyroid gland telling it to either make more thyroid hormone or make less thyroid hormone. Some doctors consider it the gold standard or the end all be all or the only test you need to monitor your thyroid function. And simply put, the TSH test, when the thyroid uh, is not producing enough hormone, the pituitary is supposed to start yelling, uh, make more hormone. And it yells by creating more TSH to go to the thyroid to tell it to make more. So the higher the TSH, the more hypothyroid or underactive you are. The lower the TSH, the more the, the pituitary is saying to the thyroid, stop making hormone. You don't need to make any more. And that is result, results in a lower TSH than the more hyperthyroid or overactive your thyroid is. So the TSH does have a role in some cases because we're watching it and it's basically giving us some idea to some extent of what might be going on with the thyroid but the TSH does not reflect the actual thyroid hormone that's circulating in our bloodstream. And that's what really is going to affect our symptoms one way or the other. And so there we're looking at uh, free T4, free thyroxine and free T3 or free triiodothyronine. And I'm saying the free levels because the totals are representing the complete amounts that are circulating but some of them are gonna be bound to proteins and unavailable to the body. So always ask for the free numbers, not the totals because the frees are gonna be much more relevant to what our actual circulating thyroid hormone situation is. So a lot of times uh, a complete thyroid panel really should include the TSH, the free T4 and the free T3 at minimum. Uh, so I guess my first, uh, sort of takeaway point for people is don't let your doctor just do a TSH test because that's not going to give us a complete picture at minimum TSH free T4 and free T3. So, um, where do you want to be within those levels? If that's our basic, most basic panel of, of tests, where do you want to be? Well, the TSH test range tends to run from around 0.5 to maybe 4.5 or five. It depends on the lab that you're working with, but those levels are gonna vary uh, depending on what's going on um, and where you're having your tests done. Sometimes you'll see it up to 5.5, sometimes it'll be at four, but 0.5 to five is about the range that I think we can operate with. When you are at levels of three and four and five, you are not in the range of the majority of the population. When we actually go out and start testing people off the street who don't have any preexisting thyroid issues, they don't have Hashimoto's antibodies, they don't have a family history of thyroid conditions, guess what? Most of them are going to come in with a TSH level somewhere around 1.8, 0.9, 1.2, 1.4. They're not going to come in at 3.8 and 4.5. So when we hear the reference range, they're taking a whole population of people and doing an average and looking at their thyroid levels, but that population is going to include people with Hashimoto's and who are already struggling with autoimmune thyroid disease, they simply haven't gotten to the point where their TSH is so elevated that they qualify as being overtly hypothyroid. So what has developed is what's considered an unofficial optimal range. It's not on the books. It's not going to be on your lab test results that you're getting back from your doctor, but what it's going to reflect is where do people actually feel well or what really is normal when we, when we take out everybody else that's got this incipient and and brewing autoimmune disease. And again, that means that that TSH optimal range is usually somewhere around one and typically under a level of two. So it's always important for you to understand that there's a reference range or the so-called normal range from, uh, from laboratories, but that is not necessarily the optimal range. Just like if somebody told you uh, that the normal body temperature is something like 97.5 to 100.4. Um, for some of you, if you have a temperature of 100, you're sick. So it may be within the reference range or it may be the normal range for body temperature, but it doesn't mean that it's normal for you. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, I think the main take-home message for anything that we're talking about with thyroid testing is normal does not mean optimal. Mm -hmm. And so to being told that you're normal doesn't necessarily mean you're optimal or that you feel well. So TSH typically under two. For the vast majority of people who want to feel well. When it comes to our free T4 and free T3 levels, there's a little more latitude and a little more wiggle room on what's optimal. But essentially, I can tell you one thing, no matter what your TSH level is, if you're free T4 and free T3, you're circulating levels of thyroid hormone, are at the bottom of the range. If you are absolutely low, even if you're in that you know magical reference range, but if you're at the low end of those ranges, you are not uh, optimal and you don't have enough circul- circulating thyroid hormone to feel well or to operate your body's organs, glands, tissues, and cells with the energy that thyroid hormone helps to provide. So we definitely want to be on free T4 and free T3, at least at the midpoint of the reference range. Um, That is sort of a baseline for most people. Now we can get into a little bit of uh, give and take. If somebody's already been diagnosed with thyroid issues and is taking a medication that includes T3, so if you're taking Cytomel or or generic gliothyronine, or you are taking a natural desiccated thyroid drug like an Armour, or NP thyroid, or some compounded uh, form of uh, WP thyroid, or compounded Nature thyroid or a compounded NDT drug. In general, if you're taking a drug with T3, your free T4 can be a little bit lower, and the you know in the maybe the upper end of the the lower part of the range, which is always a little bit complicated, but let's say if, it, if, if the midpoint of the range uh, is at the, sort of the 50, 50th percentile of it, you can be in the 40th percentile or maybe the 60th percentile, but you, you can be somewhere around that midpoint with some variation. Um, but when it comes to the free T3, you can't afford to be in the lowest end of the range because the T3 is the active Hormone at the cellular level. This is what helps that oxygen and energy get into every cell, tissue, gland, and organ. So we definitely want to see free T4 and free T3 somewhere around the midpoint of the range. And frankly, for a lot of doctors and a lot of patients, free T3 uh, really does seem to be even better when we're up in the upper part of the range not at the absolute top but somewhere in that upper part is where we are really optimal Mm. so i'll stop (laughs) monologuing about this because i could talk forever people always say i could wake you could wake me up in the middle of the night and i can start talking about (laughs) thyroid tests uh with you know complete uh complete fluency but um Let's let's jump over to some questions and comments from you, Jenny, because you've been doing this for quite a long time too. So you know the story.
0: Oh, well, this is such good information for people to know, because I think a lot of people don't know it and that, you know, the standard of care is that TSH testing and treatment with synthetic thyroid hormone, which is T4 only. And as you mentioned, you know, that T4 is the inactive form of thyroid hormone And T3 is the active form and our bodies are supposed to convert that T4 into T3. Sometimes that happens really well. Sometimes it doesn't. And I think that's a lot of the value of these tests and of getting the tests and understanding what they mean is that it can help us understand what that medication is actually doing in our bodies understanding these test results enabled me to optimize my medication. And that took, it was a process that took over a year. I'd say it took maybe a year and a half of going back and forth with my doctor, tweaking things, you know, trying the T3, seeing how that went. I had to like get on it and pare back the dosage. And then I was able to like titrate up, you know, it was, it was a whole process, but getting there is, a game changer and such an important part of your treatment. It's like find the right doctor to help you get this information and optimize those meds using these test results. That is huge. And I think it's something far too many of us don't understand, don't know how to do, don't have the information to even begin understanding how come I'm on medication and I still don't
1: feel well. That's uh, exactly. And that's, that's why the, uh, tune-up and your incredible tune-up package that you're offering is exactly what people need. I mean, we have the charts for people to understand exact, what is the, uh, what is the reference range for this test and what's the optimal range and why, Uh, it, some people fall into, uh, you know, the reference range, but don't feel well uh, unless they get optimized. And how do you get optimized then? Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's not as complicated as it sounds when we're talking about it, because it really comes down to, again, if you're, uh, uh, you know, using the example of body temperature, if you don't feel well, when your temperature is hundred, well, what do you do? Well, in my case, I take an ibuprofen or an aspirin, and get myself feeling better. And get my even though I'm still in what doctors would refer to as the optimal body temperature range, going from a hundred to a ninety-eight point nine, you know, is a big difference for me in terms of how I feel. And so, we're giving you the tools to feel better and to be able to communicate to your doctor, hey. This may look normal and it may be normal on the lab report, but I have some wiggle room to feel better. And I have some wiggle wiggle room for you to give me a little more uh, T4 or T3 or or natural desiccated thyroid without over medicating me, but, but getting me to a place where I feel better. So let's work together, doc, and get to a place where I feel better.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, I think some people are like, what's the best thyroid medication. It's the right medication at the right dosage for you. That's something you taught me, Mary, you know, really depends on the individual. And I tried levothyroxine didn't feel great on that. I tried NDT. So many thyroid drivers swear by that. Love it. Didn't work for me. I felt awful. I was on a, this hypo hyper roller coaster. I just, I couldn't, stabilize on it. And then, so my magic formula, just what works for me is Tyrosin and that um, supplemental T3, you you know, getting that free T3 test result showed me and my doctor, you're, you're having a little bit of a hard time converting this or it just, your, your T3 levels are not where they need to be for you to feel great. And it absolutely helped with my energy helped reduce a lot of symptoms. So super important. And yeah, I think you make a good point that, you know, talking about this stuff on a podcast or video can be overwhelming if you're hearing it for the first time. And that's why the tune-up is so nice because it walks you through that. Mary explains all this with you've made such amazing like infographics and charts and visual references and you explain that in the video with the slides, and then you've got the tune-up owner's manual. And so it's all in there. It just, it really is, you know, so important to know this if you want to feel optimal, if you want to be an empowered patient and feel your best, and, uh, and even just to be able to work with your doctor to optimize this. You know, I, even working with a doctor who I really like and who has to all this stuff, I had to go, well, isn't that a little low? Should we, you know, you have to advocate for yourself. You just do. So what do we do if our doctor says, nope, all you need to do is test your TSH? I mean, I, I like to think that that's, or hope that this is becoming less common, but it is still something people run into. What's your advice if our doctor refuses to do anything but run TSH?
1: It's still happening that there are doctors that just refuse to test anything but the TSH. And so you have a few different options uh, and it sort of depends on your situation too. If you are in an HMO, for example, you might say, hey, I want to, I want to get a different primary care doctor. Um, if you are also in an HMO and this is a primary care doctor and you don't have a lot of options, you may ask that primary care doctor for a referral to an endocrinologist and say, Hey, uh, I appreciate that you're trying your best, but I really would like to talk with somebody who's a thyroid specialist. Um, you know, it also depends on how, um, aggressive, not aggressive, how assertive you wanna be and how much hardball you wanna play. Because I've also had people who said that their primary care doctor at an HMO said, tough luck, I'm not doing anything besides a TSH test. And what I have advised them to do if they don't have other options and they maybe can't afford to go out of network, out of their HMO is to say, okay, doctor, that's great. But I would like you to write into my chart and into my medical record that the only test you're willing to do is a TSH, that you're not willing to test for circulating thyroid hormones, that you're not willing to test for thyroid antibodies, and that you're not willing to do a complete investigation of my thyroid condition, and please put that in my medical record. Well, as you can imagine, a lot of doctors aren't willing to put in their record that they denied you specific tests. But keep in mind, you are not winning friends and influencing people with that particular doctor. They're not going to be your best buddy uh, if you have to hardball it. But sometimes it doesn't matter whether they're your best buddy. If you're getting the care uh, and the tests that you need, that may be enough. Uh, Another option, of course, is to jump out of your healthcare system. If you're stuck with a particular doctor under your insurance, start looking around under the insurance plan of other doctors that are covered and see about finding one who may have a better reputation. You can look on vitals.com and you know all the different doctor rating systems, health finders, all of these are going to give you some ratings and some ideas of whether doctors are uh, on track or friendly. Some doctors will even do a 10-minute free phone chat with you so that you can do a get to know you, see if it's the right kind of doctor for you. Um, I know with some of my insurance programs, they have big detailed interviews with the different doctors so you can kind of get a feel for whether they're going to be a good fit for you. So think about whether or not you may want to switch doctors. Now, that also doesn't uh, preclude the idea that you may have a doctor who needs just a little bit of coaching and nudging. So you can say to them, look, doc, you know, I really appreciate the TSH test, but I'm really wondering what might be going on. I have a family history or I have these symptoms. Could we add in a few extra uh, tests? Could we get the free T4 and the free T3 um, added in just for our information and to get a little bit of a better picture? In some cases, your doctor, if you have a reasonable doctor and and there's no danger to Offering you an option to get some tests, some of them will, will be agreeable. I mean, I know I've had doctors in the past who kind of indulged me. If I said, Look, I really want to get this test just to put myself at peace of mind, the doctor would say, Okay, I don't see why not. Yeah. And another option that you have is you can go in most states in the country, there's only a couple states that prohibit it. You can order your own lab tests. You don't need your doctor to order them. There are services direct to consumer uh laboratory services uh that uh Jenny and I both have have used and we have relationships with some of them i mean uh there's true health there's Ulta lab tests there's a variety of different companies that do this uh where you basically order your own labs you choose the panels you want they Uh, You pay for them online. They issue a lab slip, either electronically or in paper or both, and you can take it to a local LabCorp or Quest Lab and get the labs done. The results come back to you. Uh, These companies usually make it available at a little over wholesale. It may, in fact, in some cases be less cost than your copay for those tests with your insurance or the markup that your doctor's office may have for those tests. Mm. So that's another option. That's a great idea. Yeah. And for thyroid, yeah, there's yet another option. Ginny and I both um, know and like a company called Paloma Health and Paloma Health is a virtual medical practice that offers medical care in a lot of states for specifically hypothyroidism diagnosis and treatment. So they have doctors in a variety of places around the country for virtual care. You do virtual visits and you get top-notch thyroid care from these doctors. Paloma has developed a thyroid home test kit. It's done with a finger stick, so it doesn't require a blood draw, but it is highly accurate, CLIA certified laboratory, and it's testing TSH, free T4, free T3, and, thyroid peroxidase antibodies, which is a really important test to get to the bottom of autoimmunity. And it offers an add-on option uh, for people who want it to get reverse T3, another helpful test, and vitamin D, which is one of the most common nutrient imbalances in people with Hashimoto's. And their test kit, the base kit, not including some of the add-ons, is $99.00. And they run sales and have coupons and all sorts of things all the time. You can usually get it for about $20 less than that. So that's a really great convenient option for some people because you can prick your finger, drip it on the card, mail it back in, have your results in a couple of days and you don't even have to leave your house or talk to any doctor to get those results. Yeah, so, I,
0: if I can pop in and mention, sure. too, I? because I love Paloma and I think one of the greatest things is they um, are thyroid specific and they're adding more and more doctors in more and more states who are covered by insurance, but also these are MDs who specialize in a higher standard of care for uh, those with hypothyroidism, which is so important, but, um, the test kits I've been working with Paloma since, you know, kind of since they came on the scene and, um, they have granted me a 30% discount on their test kits. So for the listeners, I will put that link and my discount code in the show notes as well, because you can get a complete thyroid panel, order it yourself, have it sent to your home, send it back in, get all these great resources they offer on what those test results mean, potentially even connect you with a doctor if you're in a state where they have doctors. I know they're working really hard to get more and more states covered. Um, but you can get all that done. I want to say it's 30 it's thirty dollars off and you said the retail is 97. so I think it's $67. Which is a really good deal. I
1: mean, that's that, that's like copay for one blood test. Yeah, um, and and if you try to and if you go to some doctors, you know this panel. I've I've heard patients tell me that for this exact panel, TSH, free T4, free T3, and uh, antibodies, that they paid hundreds of dollars at their doctor's office yes, because the doctors marking that. it up. And you know, I'm I'm not averse to anybody. Making money, but there's no reason to pay three, four, or $500 markup on a thyroid panel that you can get for less than $100 and have it be as convenient and as valid a result. So, whether you're doing it with Paloma's home test kit, which again, with the day in these days of COVID, it's very convenient because you don't have to go sit in a lab and go to doctor's appointments and everything else. Um, or whether you'd use a, a direct-to-consumer service that lets you order your tass- tests and get panels, again, at super affordable rates. It's, you know, I, I feel like it's, a, it's a, some options that people need to be aware of. And Jenny, you've probably heard me say this, but I, uh, people laugh and they think it's maybe obnoxious. And I think some of the doctors think I'm obnoxious when I say this, but if I have a plumber who keeps coming to my house and can't fix my toilet, I don't keep having him come back again and again and again. I eventually get another plumber. So if I have a doctor that can't order the tests I need or treat my problem correctly, do I keep going back and back and back to the same doctor? No, I get a different doctor. I find another doctor. Now, if I have a plumber who's always been there and always solved the problem, but he's struggling with this one problem. Yeah, I'm going to give him some time. We're going to work together and see if we can't figure this out. Just like if you have a doctor that's really been your partner, you don't toss them the minute that something's not right. You give them a chance. But we're not here to educate all the doctors and get them up to speed on all of this. That's why I love doctors who have already done their homework. That's why you you know we're talking about Paloma. Their doctors are already up to speed. They don't need to be educated about free T3 and reverse T3 and the benefits of T3 treatment and why we need an antibodies test. You don't have to sell them on that. You don't have to bring them piles of printouts from PubMed and journals because uh, like we do with other doctors, because they've already done the homework. They're already up to speed. They've got that hypothyroid thing figured out. Mm -hmm. But there's some people, but, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just
0: going to say in so many of them, you know, I know specifically some Paloma doctors who, and I think this is true in general too, when you find a really great thyroid doctor who's like, oh yeah, I'm on it. We're doing the test. We're going to check you for this. We're going to help you get on your meds. We're going to talk about the full menu of treatment options. It's because those doctors have a thyroid issue and they have learned It is not as simple as TSH testing and levothyroxine alone for a lot of people.
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean they do have they have a a number of doctors that are in fact thyroid patients themselves, and but they also have a number of integrative doctors that don't have thyroid conditions but who are have also dealt with chronic Lyme and Mm -hmm. Epstein Barr activations and all sorts of chronic viral and autoimmune kinds of conditions. So they get it yeah. and they look bigger picture. They're not cookie cutter approaches. And I mean, this is what we're looking for in any doctors wherever we're, we're getting them. We want doctors who do not view us as simply lab values. We want doctors who don't think that one size fits all when it comes to testing and treatment. And we want doctors who are our partners, not our dictators. I mean, you know, I want to have a doctor that talks to me, shares with me, exchanges information and t- takes the on board my thinking about things. I'm not the doctor, so I'm not trying to dictate how it's going to go, but I need to feel like I'm a partner in wellness with my doctor. And that's why some of these options of services of getting tests outside the system or utilizing programs like Paloma's. Are very helpful for patients because we are too often running up against these doctors that will say, you know, I only do TSH tests, sorry. Or even the HMO says I can only do TSH tests. Sure. And so when we're up against those kinds of parameters, I always feel like let's not, you know, beat the, beat the dead horse. Let's just move on to somebody who's already up to speed where we want to be. Uh, with uh, our thyroid care because life's too short to spend months and years trying to convince a doctor to run a test besides TSH. (laughs)
0: ain't that the truth? Yeah. Okay. So we talked about TSH. We talked about free T3, free free T4. Can we talk a little about antibody testing and why that is so important? I I recently did an episode on this, like why you should get tested for Hashimoto's if you've been diagnosed with hypothyroidism. So we did kind of go into that, but I'd love to hear your take on antibody testing.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, antibodies are these proteins that the body produces uh, as a response to what it con- considers to be an infection or a pathogen or something foreign to it. And the purpose of an antibody is to destroy. They're like little search and destroy proteins. So when we have autoimmune thyroid disease, we develop antibodies and their goal of these antibodies is eventually to destroy our thyroid gland. That is what Hashimoto's thyroiditis is. It's this autoimmune attack on our own thyroid. Um, Eventually that attack on the thyroid results in hypothyroidism. But a lot of people conflate the two terms. They think hypothyroidism is Hashimoto's and Hashimoto's is hypothyroidism. And it's not, they're not the same. Hashimoto's uh, thyroiditis is a disease. Hypothyroidism is a condition that is a result of that disease, but it's also can be a result of multiple other diseases. Because if you have thyroid cancer and they take your thyroid out, your hypothyroid. Doesn't involve autoimmunity or Hashimoto's, but the result is the same. So when we become hypothyroid or we're diagnosed as hypothyroid, it's very common for doctors to say, well, you're hypothyroid. And the patient goes, well, why? What ha- how am I, hypo- why did I become hypothyroid? And in many cases, your GP or your doctors are gonna say, Who knows? We don't know why, but you're hypothyroid. But in the United States, the vast majority of people who become hypothyroid are hypothyroid because they have this autoimmune Hashimoto's disease. But we're not hearing from people, uh, doctors telling us to go ahead and get this uh, uh, antibody test in order to determine whether or not we have the antibodies that show it's it's Hashimoto's. There's a small percentage of people who are hypothyroid because they don't have enough iodine in their diet or they're taking lithium or they are taking another medication that may be slowing down their thyroid in some cases, amiodarone, for example, uh, for heart issues. So there's a small percentage of people whose hypothyroidism is coming from dietary or other medications or other issues. But the vast majority of us have this autoimmune disease. And when we have that autoimmune disease, it also puts us at higher risk of other autoimmune diseases and other inflammatory reactions. And it also gives us a roadmap for things we can do to feel better but the vast majority of doctors don't really consider it relevant. And most endocrinologists don't even really worry too much because as far as they're concerned, it doesn't matter whether you have antibodies or not, the treatment is the same, which is to treat the hypothyroidism. But I think Ginny and I would argue uh, that's not the case because if you actually do have Hashimoto's antibodies, if you've tested positive, there are a lot of things that you can be doing. You know, you could be taking some appropriate levels of selenium to help lower your antibodies. You can be changing up your diet because there's evidence that for some of us, even if we don't have celiac disease, eliminating gluten from the diet may reduce those antibodies and even put us into thyroid remission where we're doing fine without any medication. Um, there are lifestyle changes. There are... Uh, uh, efforts to eat a more anti-inflammatory diet, a reduced bodily inflammation. There are a number of different ways we can go at the autoimmunity and the antibodies, but they're not in the toolkit of a typical endocrinologist. So that's why a lot of doctors simply can't be bothered with testing Hashimoto's. But I, for one, feel if you are diagnosed as hypothyroid, you need to know am I antibody positive? Do I have Hashimoto's? Do I have elevated thyroid peroxidase antibodies? Because number one, it again, gives you a roadmap for some additional things that you can do. And number two, there is a slightly increased risk in people with Hashimoto's who are not well treated of later on going on to develop thyroid cancer. So this is something you need to know because you want to make sure you're getting good quality care and periodic monitoring and evaluation of your thyroid, because you don't wanna just blithely go along and say, oh, it doesn't matter if my antibodies are super high, um, because it does matter. It has an impact on your body. It has an impact on your immune system. And the more we let that inflammatory state go on, the more risk we have of other autoimmune diseases also popping up.
0: Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And. That was a big part of my story and what fuels my fire and what still gets my goat just thinking about it is that they don't test for this routinely. And my doctor in not doing that, not educating me on the fact that I, yes, had an autoimmune disease and what that actually meant, that my body was attacking and destroying my thyroid tissue really did me a disservice. And, um, And is, you know, a big part of what inspired me to try and help others, you know, I'll apologize in advance for any of you who have already heard this story, but you know, my doctor didn't test me. I was diagnosed in 2011 with hypothyroidism. My doctor didn't test me for Hashimoto's for four years because it wouldn't change her treatment. Right. But it sure changed mine. And when I hit rock bottom and you know, took the reins of my own health and started educating myself and learned, oh, I need a a complete thyroid panel. And oh, I I need to get tested for Hashimoto's. And oh, look at this. There's like a nine out of 10 chance I have Hashimoto's. So I I had to ask the doctor to run the complete thyroid panel. And they agreed just putting, you know, letting you all know that because it never Uh hurts to ask. They may say no, they may say yes. My doctor agreed to run the complete thyroid panel. And when the nurse called to let me know of the results, she said, um, everything was normal, except your TPO antibodies were elevated. I think they were in like the 300 range. And I said, oh, so I have Hashimoto's then. And she said, yes, it's, it's what the doctor expected, but it doesn't really change anything. So just keep taking your levothyroxine. Yeah. And that, that is the thing right there is it wouldn't have changed her treatment protocol, but it completely changed mine as far as diet and lifestyle. And there is, um, you know, I think there's a diet and lifestyle component really for all chronic illness, you know, but it's, it's especially proven and more and more researched and studied. We have more and more evidence on the link between diet and autoimmunity. And so it just highlights and um, amplifies the importance of understanding that. I mean, if we have an autoimmune disease, shouldn't we, shouldn't we be tested for and made aware of that?
1: Well, I agree. And the other thing is you and I are both mothers and autoimmune diseases run in families Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, there's nobody hesitates to say, oh, I have a, uh, you know, do you have a family history of cancer? And they put it in your medical record or whatever. Well, family history of autoimmune disease is extremely common. And it me and when you have a family member that has an autoimmune disease, you're at much higher risk of developing one yourself. So this should be a, a standard issue uh, in, in everybody's medical records. If you have hypothyroidism and it turns out that you have Hashimoto's, that's important information for you, but it's also important information for your sisters and brothers and parents and children and grandchildren, because we see this stuff going generation to generation to generation. And if no one's aware of it, no one's looking for it. And that means that it, it, we could be dealing with years and decades of symptoms that aren't being treated seriously. Yeah, um, I I remember talking with a woman who had Hashimoto's hypothyroidism, and she had a twin sister who had been diagnosed about three years earlier, and she was being treated for her hypothyroidism. And the the uh, the undiagnosed twin said. I had to go to my doctor. She said, "I because she said I was telling my sister I'm feeling this," and my sister said, "That sounds just like I felt when my thyroid went haywire. Go get it checked out." So this woman went to her doctor, and she said. Well, I'm tired, I'm brain fogged, I'm gaining some weight, I'm feeling a little depressed. And the doctor's like, oh, you know, well, you, you're a mom, you're busy, you're stress depressed, you're PMSing, busy mother, you know, you need an antidepressant. And the woman said, no, but my twin sister's hypothyroid, she got Hashimoto's, I think I need a thyroid panel. And the doctor said, no, 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 you know, you need an antidepressant. I mean, she had to go back and forth and back and forth with this doctor multiple times. And then she, finally, I think she had to go to, to a different doctor she had antibodies of like 500. She was so Hashimoto. She was, she was hypothyroid and she got on thyroid medication, which helped lower her antibodies somewhat and relieve her symptoms. And she said, like, why would not, why would my twin sister having a condition not be warning signs, red flags, whatever for this doctor to say, Oh yeah, of course we'll test it. You know, but she had, you know, so in my mind, there's a still a lot of lack of understanding of the familial connections of autoimmune disease and autoimmune thyroid disease, and the possibility that, okay, doctor, even if you're not gonna do anything about these antibodies, there are some things that I might wanna do, so let's test them. But again, the, the, the optimal uh, uh, solution, if you really can't get what you want from your doctor or your HMO or your insurance is go out of it, because you can get a TPO antibody test very inexpensively on the direct-to-consumer labs, or it's built into the Paloma test kit that we're talking about, um, which you can get, you know, the whole Megillah for less than a hundred bucks. So there's no, there shouldn't be a reason if we we do it right to not be able to get that test when we need it, rather than being uh, sort of subject to the whims of doctors who don't want to order that test.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the, you know, when you have one autoimmune disease, you're at an increased risk of developing other autoimmune diseases. And that's one of the most, I think, heartbreaking things that that I hear from people is where they have like these cascading autoimmune diseases. And um, I know that motivates me to, uh continue to learn more and and live, you know, what I call this thyroid healthy lifestyle to eat right. really well, to make sure I'm sleeping enough, drinking enough water, doing the self-care practices to keep my stress levels managed and all of those things that um I think help keep us on, you know, the sunny side of health street, uh, hopefully. So, you know, I, I always like hesitate to even mention that because it is scary, but it's also really important to know, you know, that's what we're here talking about and um, trying to help people with. So complete thyroid panel, We, we covered almost everything except for reverse T3, which is one of those tests that Um, Some practitioners absolutely say you have to get reverse T3, other practitioners not so much. Can we talk about reverse T3, what it means, and and maybe why it's one of those tests that is sometimes included in a complete thyroid panel and sometimes not?
1: Absolutely. Reverse T3 is... A little bit of a complicated topic to understand, but I have I've I've talked with a couple of different doctors who've given me some really good explanations. One of my favorite comes from uh, Dr. Kevin Picero, and he essentially said, "Think of reverse T3 as like uh, one side a, a one handed glove. You know, so we have a glove, left glove, right glove." And if you think about super fitted gloves, not the—not gloves that are like, you can put them on either hand, but the kind that just, this fits the left hand, this fits the right hand. The, when you look at the, the gloves are identical in terms of shape, they're just mirror opposites of each other. So reverse T3 is a mirror opposite of T3. Looks just like it, but it's flipped in the other direction. So it means that it fits into receptors in the body for T3. And again, remember that T3 is that active hormone at the cellular level that helps the energy and oxygen get into everything. But this reverse T3, which is produced by the body when it's under stress, when the body is supposed to be converting T4 into T3, doing its job and taking that fourth uh, molecule of iodine off and turning it into a T3, which then becomes our active hormone. When the body's under extreme stress, physical, mental, nutritional stress, it starts to convert T4 into this reverse T3, this inactive flipped version of the T3. So the T3 is normally meant to go to cells, lock into the receptors and sort of almost be like the key to the door to open for the energy to get in. Well, the reverse T3 gets in and it fits into that receptor perfectly because remember, it's the same shape. But just like if you have a key that fits into your lock, but it's not the right key. So it doesn't turn the lock to open it. That's the same thing as reverse T3. It fits into the receptor, but it can't open it up, which means not only does it sit there and take up space that real T3 can't get to to help deliver the energy, but you're left with less of the actual benefits of the thyroid hormone. So it's you know, sometimes I'll call it rocks in the gas tank. It's taken up space in your body and it's actually counted among your free T3 totals. So you'll think, oh, my free T3 looks okay. It's not bad. But then if you have super elevated reverse T3, that tells you, oh, fair amount of the T3 that's actually showing up on my test is this inactive useless blocking form, this reverse T3, which means that's that number is artificially high. Um, it's kind of like if my gas tank says full, but half my gas tank is full of rocks and I don't really have the gas I think I have. It's the same thing with the T3. So that's why we like to see reverse T3 tested, at least patients and advocates and many of the integrative doctors do. But when it comes to conventional endocrinologists, they don't really use reverse T3 because again, this is that theory of if there's nothing I'm going to do about it, why should I bother testing for it? And because many of the endocrinologists and very conventional doctors do not use T3 treatments, they only use levothyroxine drugs like Synthroid or lavoxyl. They don't believe in adding any supplemental T3 for a combination therapy or natural desiccated thyroid, you know, uh, is, is just out of the realm for some of them then why bother testing reverse T3? They're not even sure it really matters anyway. As far as they're concerned, the TSH test is the gold standard and the king. And if your TSH is somewhere in the range, fine, you're done. We don't need to worry about you. So this is where integrative doctors come in with a much better sense because high reverse T3 can make it harder to lose weight. Can make it, uh, it can make you need to have some reverse, uh, some actual T3 in your therapy in order to help lower that reverse T3 and get the benefits. Because very high reverse T3 with not enough real T3 can leave you in a situation of cellular hypothyroidism, which means the numbers kind of look okay, but your cells aren't getting the actual thyroid hormone. So, this is an important test. Uh, I think it's useful for for almost everyone who's getting their thyroid evaluators but especially if you're not feeling well or you're having trouble losing weight i think getting a reverse t3 should be should be part of the picture because there are things you can do again like with antibodies there are some things you can do to resolve that reverse t3 uh, being elevated
0: that is the best explanation i've ever heard of what reverse t3 is thank you for that i mean i learned a lot and it just You know, those visuals are so helpful in understanding. Yeah, that makes so much sense. It's like just like that key, it goes in the lock, but it's not going to open the door or actually do anything. And, yeah, that makes so much sense, Mary. Thank you so much. Well, well
1: we have to thank. We also have to thank Kevin Picero. yeah, <laughs> um, of uh, Green Healing Wellness in Washington D.C. Because he uh, he's a naturopathic physician and a and a good friend of mine. I think you know him as well, Jenny. And he's just he is a, a I call him the Sherlock Holmes of medicine because he just wants to figure things out. Mm. And he is a, a an incredibly smart uh, doctor and thyroid. And hormone expert. And so we'll give him some props for that because that, that example of the gloves is it came from him explaining it to me. So,
0: yes, thank you, Dr. Picero. Okay. One more question before we wrap it up today, sure. what about frequency? This is another one of those areas. I feel like where we hear some conflicting recommendation. My GP thinks I only need to test once a year. My naturopath likes to test my thyroid levels Two or three times a year, more if we're working on something like optimizing my meds, changing dosage, things like that. Um, how often do you think we should get tested as thyroid drivers?
1: Well, I think it depends on the situation. Um, when somebody's first diagnosed, uh, I think you need to get tested every probably three to four weeks until you have a few tests in a row where things are stabilized and your symptoms are fairly well controlled and you're feeling pretty well. Because part of the whole hypothyroid treatment process is trial and error, is looking at these levels to get to optimal. It's not enough to just say, here, you know, let's throw a prescription at you, come back in six months and let's see what it looks like. No, because it really, in the beginning, it takes titration, it takes adjustment, it takes some give and take. It's like finding a recipe and testing the amount of spice that we need in the recipe. It's the same thing with thyroid. We have to test how much do we need and do we need combination? Do we need to pull back on this and add a little more of that to get this person to an optimal sweet spot for their thyroid care? So I know patients that newly diagnosed have gone every four weeks Uh, to get lab results. Not necessarily they have to go to the doctor every four weeks, but they get a standing lab order and they're gonna get it checked every four weeks to see what's going on. And the doctor's gonna be adjusting and titrating as they go. Uh, Another time when it's important to be checked very regularly though is pregnancy because it's a super important time for the thyroid to be very well controlled not only to protect uh, the pregnancy itself but to protect the baby's cognitive abilities and protect the mother from uh, getting into a situation where she becomes very hypothyroid. Um, so we definitely want to get checked regularly. I have co- uh, coached with some women who, had, uh, who, were getting, who wanted to get pregnant and got pregnant after multiple miscarriages and things, and they were dealing with their thyroid. They went every two weeks during their first trimester until they got past that first trimester period and things settled down with their thyroid. And then they went every three or four weeks during the pregnancy. And you'll talk to doctors, they'll say, oh, you know, you don't have to come in and get your thyroid checked until nine weeks pregnant. And by that time, you know it's often too late. Women will lose the pregnancies because nobody's checked to see what their thyroid is doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm in favor of test as often as you need to, be a neurotic mama bear, <laughs> During pregnancy, if you need to, um, oftentimes right after pregnancy, we also see period when it's good to get tested pretty frequently because hormones are shifting, may have problems breastfeeding, you may have fatigue, estrogen, progesterone's all over the place. So thyroid can go into shifts. Uh, so that's a time when it's useful to get checked as often as you need to. But the bo- my bottom line rule is if you really are having a lot of symptoms, it's a good time to get checked. Um, if you are stabilized and you've been feeling pretty good, maybe not hundred percent perfect, but we're all striving to feel as best as we can. Um, but let's say you've gotten to a place where you're like, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good on this combination of treatments that I'm taking. And I like my doctor. And, you know, at that point, if you're in a really stable, good place, I think at least twice a year, um, I don't believe in once a year because too many things change in a year. Sure. Um, but I do think twice a year is useful. I also think for some people, just a, just sort of an FYI to them, if you always feel worse in the winter, but you've never been tested in the winter, get tested in the winter when you're not feeling well, because there's a, a whole group of us that end up with seasonal affective changes and, and mood swings and, uh, and we become more hypothyroid in cold weather and we need a slight bump of dosage up to, to deal with the colder temperatures uh, without as much symptoms. So I've had a lot of people that said, I'm, tot- I'm totally balanced all the rest of the year, but then I get into November and December and everything falls apart. And But the, everything they're doing is based on test results from the spring and summer. So get yourself rechecked in the, in the winter because you might benefit from just a small increase in dosage, which then in the spring, you go back. That's what I do. I go up in the winter a little bit. And then in the spring, when it warms up, I go back down and that keeps me more balanced. So um,
0: does that answer your question? Absolutely. Yes. And great point. And thank you so much for that thorough answer. And, you know, yeah, there are all those, so many case scenarios, aren't there? And Mm -hmm. I have heard that as well, uh, from people who, you know, needing to, change their dosage during the darker, colder months. So thank you so much for that, Mary. And thank you so much for everything you shared with us today. It's always so informative and entertaining and just fun to talk to you. I'm so thankful to you for being here to celebrate the end of season one of Thyroid Healthy Bites and for anyone listening who wants to learn more about you connect with you uh check out your blog your offerings and just you know learn more about mary showman where should they go
1: oh well they can find me online at uh, mary showman m-a-r-y hyphen s-h-o-m-o-n.com uh they can also find me on uh, facebook thyroid support is my uh, main facebook and i'm on instagram and twitter as thyroid mary and uh, you know, stick. Uh, I'm on. Uh, I write for Paloma. I write for Health Central. I write for a variety of other places. Uh, and there's a variety of articles all up online. If you just type in thyroid and Mary Showman, you'll find a lot of different information. And uh, you know, I people always welcome to reach out to me. Send me an email. Ask me a question. I'm happy to help any way that I can. Awesome.
0: Thank you all so much for joining us for this special episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites. And thank you again so much to my special guest, Mary Showman. If you've enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And also after the show, don't forget to check out our amazing offer, the Tune-Up Bonus Bundle. It's a three-for-one discount and this will not be available to the general public. So don't miss out. You get Mary's Essential Course, The Thyroid Tune-Up, plus my Thyroid Healthy Everyday E-Cookbook with over 50 quick and easy recipes, plus the Calm Kit, which is filled with resources to help you manage stress, relax, and just unwind. It's $141 value and you can get it today for just $67. So that's over half off the retail price of these three amazing offerings. It's called the Tune-Up Bonus Bundle and the link for that is available in the show notes or you can find it at hypothyroidchef.com T-U-B-B as in tune-up bonus bundle. So like this special offering, I hope this episode of Thyroid Healthy Bites has helped inform and empower you to make the best choices for your health. Thank you again for being here. I'm Ginny Mahar, wishing you the best of health, happy thriving, happy cooking, and I'll see you next time.